Welcome to the HR Matters podcast. HR Matters because people matter. This is the place where you can listen to fresh ideas about working together with news and topics that really matter and insight into the changes that you can make in your organization starting today, tomorrow, as soon as you want. This is for anyone who has a keen investment in the people within their organization, featuring Lisa Dempsey and Marjolein Fluch, that's me. And I'm going to apologize from the outset. We're having some work done to the roof of our house and there will be some banging and noise in the background. <laughs> so apologies for this. this Working from home, people. That's exactly. what happens. Exactly. <laughs> and timing and scheduling don't always go as planned. So mm. here we are, yeah. <laughs> living in the moment. It's, a, it's actually, it sounds quite relevant to our topic today because it sounds like someone knocking on your door. Mm. Um, and that feels relevant to our topic please please tell us more about our topic (laughs) yeah so what we wanted to talk about today is the really important role community can play in the diversity and inclusion journey Um, whether it be you know diversity and inclusion about any topic but you know obviously race and uh Racial justice and equality has become a huge issue this year. Uh, it's rather sad to say that it's it's only happened in 2020. This should have been happening much earlier, but mm. here we are. This is this is the space that that we are in, and we wanted to really talk about why community is so vital to this particular space. Yeah, it's an ingredient that that I think Marilyn and I we both have. A, a very special appreciation for, but as we've as we've talked about this, you know, and, and Marlene, particularly your analogy of this is a marathon, not a sprint. Hmm. You know, this is really a long haul thing. This isn't we we run a single project and then we're done. We're good to go. Yeah. You know, this is really about long term behavior change, long term system change. And on a, everything from a small scale to your own personal awareness to really large systems and ways in which society works. And community is vital to this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, there, and there's the knock on the door again. <laughs> yeah. There's the knocking of, yes, community is, is here. You know, I, I have my perspectives on, on why, but I'm, I'm curious to hear from you, Marilyn. Why does community feel so important to you in this space? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, like you said, diversity and inclusion in general, but especially around racism, this is working on changing that is, like you said, a marathon. It's about repeated and... Uh, ongoing efforts on all kinds of ways because it's so complex you can work on this and you can work on that and this level on the personal level and the systemic level and organizations and your personal life and just walking on the street where you live so many things um, that you want to keep going because you can't fix it like that and then think okay either worked or it didn't work so I'll that's done I'll give up you right it's not a switch that you can just flip on and there you go yeah, so once you realize you want to keep going, how do you do that? Because sometimes it's just, or a lot of times, depending on who you are, you just get really tired. Um, community 
helps you get support, offer support, and boost your resilience to run the marathon, really. And what community means to me, it, it's it, it's really both levels. So it's feeling the support of other people about talking about, you know, how is this for you? Is there anything that you learned that can be helpful for me? Is there anything that I learned that can be helpful for you? But it's also about being an ally and supporting other people, supporting other allies, supporting uh, black people, people of color in, you know, how are you today? What's going on with you? What do you need? Creating a community that supports other people. And then suddenly you realize, oh, I have this community and they support me as well. So you really boost each other's resilience yeah, in, in running this marathon. Um, and that brings me to to an important distinction that we that we also looked at, Lisa and I, is you know, you can have a you can have a community that is about us versus them. And the, the type of community that we want to talk about in this episode is specifically the type of community of supporting each other and um well, you, you had some good stuff to say about that as well, Lisa. Um, it's really an, about being inclusive and about supporting each other and, and welcoming people who want to join that community rather than this is us and we're building a fence against other people. Right. Yeah, we're not talking about communities where you're waging war of mm. us versus them or, you know, all the reasons why you're different. It's really about building communities of inclusion yes that seek to deepen and expand understanding mm-hmm. you know understanding of yourself understanding of other people and understanding how can you work together how can you create not even necessarily common ground but where are there synergies that that you can find and building from there so so these are not places and people to help build walls but instead build bridges yeah yeah and whenever somebody knocks and and wants to explore your community wants to be let in and join let them in (laughs) so that's what makes the sound yeah (laughs) that makes the sound relevant um (laughs) but letting that go now (laughs) well but you know letting them in and exploring what are the perspectives Mm-hmm. What what are the perspectives that they hold that you might be able to learn from? Yeah, um, because it, growth can come from so many different places, yeah. and it usually comes from unexpected ones. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're talking about communities of inclusion, not communities of building up silos and us versus them. That that is not this space. Yeah. Because uh, also often those 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 types of communities will lack genuine resilience. Mm, um, yeah. There's there's a fatigue that comes with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it, it it also doesn't serve the purpose of supporting the longer term. Yeah. Supporting the space and the energy needed to really be in this for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. True. It's a false resilience. It feels safe, but it's really not. And on the other hand, when you do have people in your community that you are curious about because they have a different perspective um, and there's room to explore that because it's a safe community, then that brings you so much more. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it becomes a, a place where it's safe 
for you to also be you. And, and that also means, you know, the vulnerability and the imperfections and the not knowing and not always getting it right. And, Mm -hmm. And that's really important. Yeah. And that's where the real resilience comes from. You feel so much stronger and more supported and more re-energized when the community and the support and the the being together, the connection is, is really based on you bringing you, you know, that's what makes it real versus versus fake uh, community and and resilient. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it makes sure that you, you're not stuck in that space of, you know, not being able to pour from an empty cup and it can become almost like a relay race. You know, I'll, I'll run this next hundred meters and then hand it off to somebody else as either something else comes up in your life or you run low on fuel or whatever things may be going on. It, it means you don't have to burden yourself with all of the responsibility and there is the energy that comes from the connection and I think that that's one particularly in the space of diversity and inclusion that I find so incredibly valuable Mm -hmm. because you know for for me the reason one of the reasons why diversity and inclusion is so important is you know yes I'm, I'm white I come from a place of privilege but I recognize feeling like an outsider. I've, mm. I've commonly in my own way, in you know, it, it, my own brand of outsiderness has shown up frequently throughout my life, whether it be, you know, school, work, any, any number of things. Mm. You know, I've, I've always had different opinions, had different ideas and felt that outsiderness. And there can become this really natural reaction of, that alone feels unsafe because we're we are social animals we want to we want to belong right we want to be a part even if we you know I spent a lot of time in my teenage years being different just like everybody else (laughs) (laughs) fighting for my you know rebellious teenage independence (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I wasn't I wasn't I didn't want to be like other other people I was embracing the otherness um but when that's not done in community, you end up in huge areas of isolation. Yeah. And you end up not only being disconnected from other people, but you eventually start disconnecting from yourself as mm-hmm. well. And you miss out on so much. It's exhausting. It's, it's tiresome. And then the walls of defensiveness can just get so much bigger and so much stronger. And then suddenly you find yourself in this space of you started out feeling alone, feeling very isolated, and then you end up realizing, oh, you actually are. Yeah. You know, this kind of defensiveness that shows up in those spaces. Uh, amplified. Yeah, yeah. It grows and grows. And that's not going to help anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody thrives in, in those sorts of spaces. So, and, and it's, it's a really, I notice, you know, particularly in spaces of where we're talking about diversity and inclusion, already people feel marginalized. They feel like outsiders. They feel they, that has been a part of their journey forever. 
So it's even more important that there be these community places of, of genuine inclusion mm-hmm. uh, to, to keep that slippery slope at bay, to, yeah. to really create spaces of connection, create spaces of belonging, but or, then or join give you access to... <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah. thinking about you can create them and you can also join them, which means noticing where the opportunities are um, and stepping in, leaning into Yeah, them. yeah, when I say create, I don't necessarily yeah, mean having yeah. to create your own community, but... Being in yeah. those, those spaces of real community where exactly. that it, that's made, you yeah. know, it, it, it's the byproduct of that being together. And yeah, yeah by, by all means, if you want to create your own community, that's do that. You also know, totally and fine. And that, if you want to join an existing one, that's also great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to clarify that for, uh, for, for yeah, for you guys listening and girls and uh, non-binary people <laughs> to make it super inclusive. Um <laughs> us yeah. them all of us yes yes um so should we talk about about how you know yeah idea. what are what are some of the how do you practical ways sounds good but that one yeah <laughs> yeah i'm on board with the idea but now where do we go <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, what would be your practical tip Marjolaine? what what would be your mm. advice how would you want people to start this well Lisa and I just recently talked about this and and I've been quite recently realizing how this works for me and thing making becoming aware of what works for me rather than just doing it and not realizing I'm doing it and one part of it is noticing where the opportunities are and just trying it out so maybe there is a tiny you could call it community uh, it doesn't even have to be a community. It's just a group of people talking about a certain topic that you're interested in or a friend that has another friend that talk about a topic or a thing that you're both interested in. You know, as soon as you have three people together talking about the same thing, it doesn't even have to be the same time. That To me, that counts as a community. Uh, it means recognizing yeah. those opportunities and jumping in and just seeing what happens and being interested in the other person. And the second thing is when you show up, realize that it matters to the other person how you show up and that you give them space to be them and that you give them space to share, uh, that you're genuinely interested and curious because that creates a connection. And it's, you know, it, it, it can range from being somewhere and, and honestly listening and asking questions to, um, showing up in a zoom call with like a mosaic of 50 faces yeah and being the face that smiles as opposed to the face that is not there because your video is turned off because it really matters when you're in a big group like that to have some faces staring back at you that that smile or that show that they're listening yeah um you know that's a thing that can really impact the atmosphere in the community that that you just um, joined, even if it's just for one time or for five minutes, it really makes a difference. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's two of the things that I that I'm starting to realize that really work for me, because it helps people see who you are. It helps people connect and feel that you know, even if you've just been there for five minutes, you think they're welcome to be in that community. 
they, they have their space there. And then it's easier for them to grant you the space as well. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. Well, you, you, we're all welcome here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The reciprocation mm-hmm. it becomes very, very natural and very easy. Yeah. 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 And that, that is an upward spiral, that reciprocation. I can tell you that from personal experience, that is a huge upward spiral and not only makes it the community stronger, but also it will help you get some, some really personal felt experience of exactly what that community can bring or what the concept of community can bring. It, It helps you feel the, you know, recharging your battery. It helps you feel the resilience and the, the, the little bit of a safety net that a community is. It, it, you know, doing that gives you that felt experience. Uh, and then it's easier to do more of it. Yeah, it becomes much easier to, to go from there because you're already building resources. You're building some of your resilience and, and it can be amplified very easily from yeah. there. Yeah. One of the things that I love that you're highlighting is the awareness, just mm-hmm. the awareness of you know, building your own individual awareness of how it happens, what it is that you need, mm-hmm. why it is that community is important to you. I think that's a, a great first step. So, you know, what I would wish for everybody is to just take a moment to reflect on what communities are you maybe currently a part of actively or passively, mm-hmm. and then take inventory of how how are they actually serving you? Yeah. Or what would you be interested in? Are you interested in a certain topic and you'd like to talk to other people about it? Or, you know, what, what type of community would you, would you be interested in? Yeah. 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 But just taking that moment to reflect on mm-hmm. where are you maybe in, in community, whether it be, yeah. as you said, as small as just three people, three people that, you know, maybe at work or friends or even family, Mm-hmm. They talk to about topics, about ideas, or maybe Facebook or, or social media communities. I, I don't know, but just taking inventory of what those look like and how are they actually serving you? Yeah. Are you getting the, the resilience that you need? Are you getting that inclusive sense of connection? And if the answer is no, then indeed go out, go out hunting for others, mm-hmm. find, find others or create your own. Yeah, join or create. But when you, when you're clear on your purpose, the need that you want to have fulfilled, it's much easier to then find the things that, that match it. So yeah, yeah. that would be my wish for for our listeners is to take that step back, take that, you know, take inventory of where do you have community? How is it serving you? What do you need to have community um, supporting you in? Mm-hmm. And, and again, particularly in these spaces of diversity and inclusion and very specifically racial inequality and, and justice. Yeah. It's such a long haul, you know, I, I want, I'm stopping myself from saying like fight because it, it shouldn't mm. be a fight. It's, but it is that it, it's that really big picture change. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this is a topic that's important to you, 
finding communities that help support you in mm -hmm. that so that you will have the fuel to not just be fired up for a couple of months here and there, but really making steps on a regular basis. What about asking around? If you don't see them, if you don't want to create one yourself, asking around because as soon as you have as soon as you know one other person who is interested in the same thing or you know looking for the same thing uh, there's two sets of eyes looking um, yeah or there's a community you know as soon as you have a third person there's a community but right. it's so often that people are in the same are looking for the same thing know where the communities are yeah yeah absolutely absolutely you know and invite invite friends and allies in, mm -hmm. in just even the journey of searching mm -hmm. yeah. and, and finding. And it does, it just really, I, what's coming to my mind is just how much of a big difference it makes when you understand a little bit even of what it is that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You know, then you can, when you can articulate that with some level of clarity, Mm -hmm. suddenly those things become much easier to find yeah very true what works for you in respect uh, of uh, community and, and helping it uh, increase resilience for yourself and for other people what works for you Lisa yeah I so I really love what you you have already said Marilyn about how you show up mm -hmm. and you know how that makes a, a really big difference I experienced something similar to you of the, you know, the way that I show up often in, in groups and communities creates a very natural byproduct of, of connection, mm -hmm. you know, being, being that friendly face, that, that person who says hello, who asks questions. And it really does, you know, it creates that very big space of give and take. Yeah. One thing that for me, I know I have to remind myself of regularly is to really consciously share my vulnerabilities mm -hmm. and to do that very specifically in in community you know my my brain is one that I kind of want to digest it myself first uh, and so I often have to have that conversation with myself you know where I have to remind myself like Actually, no, I, this is something that I need to bring into one of my communities of, of support, whether you can be, ask other people, <laughs> Yeah, ask other people, put mm -hmm. it, you know, put it out there. And there's that, there's that also almost automatic, like pressure release valve of the moment we start giving words to things and externalizing it with other people. Mm -hmm. um, it shifts so much already. Mm. So I know for myself, that's one of my pieces of self-management that mm -hmm. you know, I have to not, um, I connect really well with people, but also really specifically sharing, you know, sharing some of the vulnerabilities, sharing those mm -hmm. things and being, making choices to put words to them yeah. in, in really specific ways is, is also an important way that I consciously choose to show up in community. It, it isn't natural, but I, I make those choices. Is it a, is it a way to um, stop going around the same circles in your own head? And, you know, when you share it with other people, you 
uh, you share it with other heads. So it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same circle that you're going around anymore. Yeah. So I tend to not to go around in circles about a lot of <laughs> things anymore because I, I realized a long time ago how tiring that was. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it it stops me from doing two things. Number one, it stops me from feeling alone in it. So again, mm -hmm. you know, going back to one of the fundamental purposes of community yeah. is to not feel alone yeah. in it. And the resilience. Um, yeah, the, and the resilience that comes along with that. Yeah. And it keeps me from being too quick to kind of jump to a judgment or conclusion. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it helps me preserve my own openness and curiosity. Mm -hmm. Getting other perspectives in. Yeah. To yeah. check against. Cool. And sometimes it is just as simple as, you know, just, just verification of, and I'm not insane. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are moments where, you know, like, is it just me or am I completely crazy? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's just having a laugh and, you know, having a light moment because you're, you're thinking about heavy stuff a lot of the time. Yeah. It can be so many things. And, you know, as, as we're talking about this, I, I notice, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful for our HR Matters community. Mm. You know, we, we, don't, we don't have like an active community as in a, a Facebook group or something like that, that that has a lot of active discussion. But I, you know, I, I know that there are people who are out there listening yeah. and, you know, who find these topics and ideas important and, yeah. um. That makes a difference. Yeah, it does. And there's a, there's a whole bunch of people who listen to our episodes as soon as they come out. And we we, we don't know who they are, but we see it in the numbers. And sometimes we talk to <laughs> But we love you. <laughs> yes, we do. And if you just listen to a few and then you do other stuff again, we love you too. And, um, you know, if, you, if you're listening to this and you feel like, oh, I, I could use me some some resilience and some community then then feel free to check in because um yeah there's a community around here too and we you know if we can make a connection we're happy to do that yeah yeah because yeah it, it's sharing those connections is community as well but we really appreciate you, you yeah sometimes sometimes some someone drops in and says oh we're listening to that episode or we're hearing a few or i listen to them all um it's really lovely to feel to feel that connection to the community that is behind HR Matters. Yeah. yeah. Good thing you brought that up. I hadn't thought of that. Um, well, making this podcast is is not like a marathon. It's a joy. <laughs> it is, yes. So this it's is... a different kind of joy about that community being there. And um, it's nice. Well, you know, I think our one of our purposes is to really change HR change the way that HR is viewed, change priorities within HR, make it more human because people genuinely do matter. Mm -hmm. And so there is, you know, there, there is that long haul uh, change, long haul shift that, that we want to see. And, and yeah, it is important in this as well to have, have community, have people that are along interested and uh, what I what I make up about it is, you know, choosing to behave and, and act differently, maybe because of some of the things that we share or we talk about. So yeah. 
Yeah, we'd love to hear your, your thoughts, your ideas uh, about community, how it is that it maybe impacts your working life. Mm-hmm. Um, and thanks everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. You can find us directly online. It's also really easy to find HR Matters on your favorite podcast platform or app, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify. Please do make sure you subscribe so you're the first to learn about our latest episodes and give us a rating and review. We'd love to hear your feedback as well as any topic requests that you have. What's on your mind in the workplace? We'd really like to know. That's it for now. Until next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.